The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Whatever business you're in, growth isn't just about getting bigger. At ADP, we believe it's about getting stronger by turning data into insights so you can build teams that work as teams. By using our AI technology to help catch payroll errors before their errors. And by keeping ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. ADP helps businesses like yours grow stronger every day. ADP, HR talent, time, and payroll. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. I call that the love lump. He makes Larry Bird look handsome. Be open to engaging with your fellow vapors. This is a cock-heavy show, even for us. Photography. Tan your nuts. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am once again your host, Brian Beckner, episode 83 of this podcast. Thank you very much for partaking in what we do here, letting us entertain you. We appreciate it. We love for you to get involved in the show. And if you want to do that, you can email us, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can send us a, a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail. Send, leave, whatever it takes. 949-464-TBLS is the number that you dial. Uh, of course, you can like the Baller Lifestyle podcast page on Facebook. There, there, a lot of interesting debates happen there. That is an important place to be if you want to be a part of this show. And I implore you to subscribe to the show if you can on iTunes, leave a rating, a review, all of that. Do whatever you can to help us grow this program. Um, joining me now, as always, it's episode 83. It's Ed Daly. Ed, how the fuck are you? I'm doing well. I, a couple things. I, I looked in the notes thing on my phone, just something that like that uh, I wrote down at the time I forgot to bring up when I was discussing yes, my yes. travels. Let's go through your uh, notes. Just two, two things that I have notes on, and I feel like I really, it really bothered me at the time. Um, I went, when I was in Ireland, like at the start of my trip, the first couple days I went straight to Ireland, and I did the Guinness tour. And it just bothered me that there was some fucking nerd, this guy going, hey, the beer color is actually red. And he was, like, telling people on the tour 
Like, you don't realize this, it's actually red. And then, like, further down on the tour, the guy explains, well, it's actually red, but the way the lighting hits it. But, like, this guy had to let everyone know he knew what was coming. That's because this shithead had been on the tour before. Or, or even worse, he'd, like, done some research. He'd, like, read up on Guinness, which is even worse. But isn't that the worst? Like, people feel they, like, for what? For what? What what was the point of this guy? Yeah, He just wanted you to know he knew. And you know he's the type of guy who annoys the shit out of all of his coworkers yes. and every person that's around him in every part of his life. And he had to make sure all the strangers around him hated him too. Yeah, yeah. I, we all know that guy. That guy's a douche. I hate that guy. And the, the, the other note I had was, oddly, there were a surprising number of white kids in Ireland named Leon. What? Is that a biblical I, name? I think it must be an Irish name too because like, I heard like in – Several different examples, like sometimes in Dublin, sometimes when we went out into the country, like, hey, Leon, and like, just like, Great and accent. it wasn't, and it wasn't, it wasn't Leon Spinks. Well, do you, know? do you th- that was the last Leon I've ever heard well, of. Well, do you think maybe they named him after the one black guy on the other team in the intramurals basketball game at Harvard and Soul Man? <laughs> that, that could be. I that believe he be. was called Leon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another thing I saw just just the other day, I saw I was driving behind a car with diplomat plates, oh, and when you see diplomatic that diplomatic immunity, yeah, you're thinking baller. Yeah, and that diplomat was driving a Saturn. <laughs> they don't even make those anymore. Yeah, this the dealership tag said Chevrolet slash Saturn of Harlem. That's so. So I asked my buddy, and he made a good point. Maybe this is the real Prince Akeem Joffre. Oh, right. Good, good point. Right? Jo- like, Joffrey Joffre. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's no, it doesn't make any sense. No. If you're an, a diplomat, everything's taken care of. Everything. Well, yeah, but you could be a diplomat from Haiti or somewhere that sucks, right? I mean, it's not just that he drove a Saturn, but he, he bought it in Harlem. <laughs> Yes, like there's two things you know, going on for, there. for anyone for anyone that's not that's not from you know this area, and you think well things change like Harlem is still pretty. There's a couple blocks that have been spruced up because Bill Clinton after he that's left right. office he got his like jo- had he got a, an office there, but they like spruce up like a block and a half there. Like Harlem is still when Mr. Drummond pulls up and and gets uh, Arnold and Willis. Like Harlem, shocked that you're making a 1980s TV reference here. Go on, <laughs> it's it's still very much that Arnold and Willis Harlem. Like it's not, it is not a nice area that you you know you. Hey, I'd like to go car shopping here. You're you're, you're like um, Mike TV from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You're, it's all you always have, you have a go to reference loaded for every situation, well, especially for people who aren't from the area. Like I want to explain. Harlem is still that that place. Yeah. Everyone's seen that show, right? Yes, it's not. It's not gentrified. It's not. No. Hasn't been. Hasn't no. been celebrityed up yet. No. No. Um, I, have you seen? Have you seen Straight Outta Compton yet? I saw it last night. What'd you think? And I thought it was very good. Yeah. Um, I liked it, but I'm like very into. I mean, that was that was such a a big. Uh, yeah, that, that tape I played nonstop. Yep. When I got it, but like. I did think, you know, it ran two and a half hours long, which was fine for me because I was interested in everything. Yeah. But, like, you know, you have to assume a lot of people are going to it that are not necessarily, like, hardcore into that 
that scene. It seemed a little self-indulgent. I, I enjoyed it, though. I sort of agree. I, I was, but I didn't realize. It went by pretty quickly. I, am, I have a very short attention span, and I get bored, and I'm like, get to the third act. And I didn't realize, like, I, I went to a 6.30 movie, and I came out, and I looked at my watch, and I'm like, it's 9.30 right now? I was just in a theater for three hours? I didn't, it didn't feel yeah. that long to me. I've. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm more the same. Like I left the movie thinking, like Jesus, it's late. Like I didn't realize how long it was, but it it was good. Yeah, I, th- um, I thought the performances were really good. I th- I, I thought Easy E was tremendous. Easy, that actor, Easy E and Ice Cube, I thought both were terrific. Well, that Ice Cube, I mean, it, it's his son. Yeah, and it's he looks so much like him, and I was thinking like. He must be lobbying lobbying his dad so hard. Like, hey, dad, do you think he could produce a Friday prequel? Yeah. yeah. Like, because where does he go from here? Well, I heard somebody saying like, oh yeah, you know, like easy casting or whatever. But I um I heard um I heard Ice Cube on a podcast maybe like a year ago when he was talking about this movie that they were making this movie, and it was I think he was on with Adam Carolla, and he was like. Yeah, but they were talking about his family or whatever, and he goes, "Yeah, I got a son, and he wants to get into acting." He and he goes, "But I haven't, you know, had a project that he fits with yet." And then all, you know, all of a sudden this came up, and he had to audition or whatever. But he, I mean, he basically he did himself proud. He, he basically he did is a good jo- the guy. He, he did a good job, but yeah. it's you know he looks just like dad. But it is kind of weird when he's like. Um, you know, like snug, like they show him at home with his family, and he's like snuggled up with his wife. I'm like, dude, that's your mom. Right. That's, that's like, go easy on your mom, there, bro. Just calm down. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I liked it. I, th- I thought it lived up to the hype. I thought it, the, was, it was a good. The movie. only thing that first scene, I I hate being this guy. Like, I don't care about every continuity error, but it did bother me right out of the gates. And I I actually just read something. Uh, that is starting to get picked up. The White Sox hat. Because I think NWA actually was responsible, was part of what was responsible for the movement of all these teams changing their colors to black. black, Like the Falcons. Like that happened a few years after NWA. So it was like the after effect. But like, it's not a big deal, but it was weird. Like how did they, you know, a biopic, you try to get like very... You know, every all your facts straight, and the, the opening scene, he's wearing the, the wrong white. Agreed, hat. but I I didn't notice because my mind is not clogged up with nerdy bullshit like that. Like I don't like I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he could have had a Raiders hat on or a Compton, yeah. whatever, whatever, Dog. whatever. It doesn't matter. It was good, good movie. Good yeah, movie. it was a good movie. I liked it. And one last thing. Yeah, they they made Easy E look like he was he didn't he didn't do shit after NWA. He. He did have a successful solo career. He did, yeah, and his solo records were good. And I didn't realize he was. Resp- I mean, he was just about to have big success as a producer with Bone Thugs, who I always hated. I really, really disliked that well, group. My problem with them is they sounded really cool, Bone Thugs, yeah. and it, but then it's Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, and then they did they like sing really falsetto terrible. raps the whole time. Yeah, really bad. Also, they're from really Cleveland. Bad. Yeah, you know, like what is? Has anything good ever come out of there? No, no. Drew Carey. Yeah. There's nothing good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, Let's, we have a voicemail. Let's listen to a voicemail. This is our dear friend, Airstrike Rhino. Hey guys, uh, Airstrike Rhino here, Ryan Houston, uh, calling because Brian had made a comment in the last episode about how adults shouldn't watch wrestling, and I totally agree. 
but it reminded me that I went to a bar that I frequent one night and walked in to find not only that were there a ton of adults in there watching wrestling, but it was a night set aside specifically for adults to come watch wrestling at this bar. Uh, and in attendance were, was none other than Shawnee the Cablin Asian of Smack Off and now Houston Radio fame. And he was there with one of the Texans, like, third-round draft picks that season. Uh, and that was kind of strange. Uh, but anyway, that's it. Just wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, take it easy. Later. Okay, Ed, we've talked about this before. Adults, here, here's the appropriate age where you can watch wrestling. <laughs> And I'm not sure. I mean, I feel like this was the appropriate age in the 80s when you could watch wrestling. When I watch wrestling, about 10 years old is about the cutoff. But, yeah, and there were less options then. Right. Now, these days, we're, we, have, we have the internet. We have all sorts of channels. There's lots of stuff going on, lots of video games. There's all sorts of ways to be entertained. I, I, don't, I can't imagine. I can only hope that our man, Airstrike Rhino, walked into that bar saw wrestling on the televisions at what I assume is a sports bar and then turned around and walked right out. Yeah. He said a place he frequents. Yeah. I, I was, I wish he said frequented. Yeah. Like, like uh, you, you can't go back there, no, right? You know, you cannot. And I know he, he referenced, um, Shawnee, the Cablin Asian, who I believe just goes by Sean Pendergrass now, um, who, who is a buddy of mine, who's someone I know. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't get the wrestling thing. At all, adults should not watch it. I do remember, like in my twenties, a buddy of mine would like have other guys, other like his frat buddies from college and stuff, would all come over on a certain night. I feel like it was like Monday for, for WrestleMania. No, for just like whatever the that, the weekly wrestling Jeez. show was, and they just all hang out and watch it. Like it's just a bunch of greased up dudes rolling around, right? <laughs> Like, is yeah. there, what am I? Is there something I'm missing? I, I don't get it. There's bad acting too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Airstrike. That's not allowed. We don't. We don't yeah. condone that at all. Of course. Yeah, I. You shouldn't be going to that bar. No. And, and I'm. I definitely. I say stay away from that bar unless, of course, that bar wants to sponsor this podcast. Yeah. In which case, we and I will come there and host the fucking wrestling night. Yeah, that's right. We'll introduce the uh, absolute main event: Jim, Jimmy Superfly Snuka and yeah. King Kong yeah. Bundy. All those guys are yeah. dead, by the way. Uh, okay, yeah. uh, we have some emails. Ed, okay. this one is from friend of the show, Engineer Hunter. Aloha, the baller lifestyle. Oh, this is in reference from episode. For those of you that are not hashtag Team Current episode last week, Ed Daly relayed a story about when he was in Amsterdam, he observed someone across in the flat across from his masturbating over a long period of time to vigorously, vigorously masturbating for 20 minutes or more to, I don't think Ed even hung out and waited for him to finish a vigorously. Yes. Michelle listened to the show, by the way, I thought it was about a half hour. She's like, no, we, we, Went into the place. She's like, it was at least like two hours. Two hours. <laughs> yeah. Two, this guy was going at himself for two hours to steal pictures. And this engineer hunter has an explanation for this. Uh, he says, what that Euro crank yanker was doing was a thing called edging. How edging works is the skeeve finds his fetish images and keeps working Sir Willie to the point of spew. 
but denies it the explosive finish. Most edgers can keep it going easily for over an hour between pops. Why do these guys raw dog it to the point of severe Ron Mexicoing? I don't understand that at all. I've got to be honest. I'm pretty lost. So they, so they don't pop a minute into banging that high mileage Amsterdam stoner poon. So what I, what I think he's saying is that he, that they, it's like training it's, for when they it's have like, sex. It's, oh, I was thinking it was like sting masturbating kind of thing. Like a, well, that too, that too. It's, yeah. it's, it, it extends it, but then when, you, when you're actually in the presence of a lady, then you don't, you don't ejaculate as quickly. Um, he, he finishes, edgers always get their entire hour's worth with the hook. Signed, Engineer Hunter. Well, that's basically like the Wikipedia definition of edging, right there. Something I never heard of. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm happy to learn something new, but it, 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 it baffles me beyond belief. I try to get that shit taken care of. That's that's something like just to, I don't know. Is it is there an aspect that you feel good about knowing what you're doing? Like I try to just do it without thinking about the fact that I'm doing that yeah right yeah it's just like i'm yeah i don't want to think about what you're doing a, you just want to do it's it it's a means to an end as far as yeah. i ever knew <laughs> i mean you have to really enjoy your own company for a long yeah, time yeah to be an I, engine. yeah i mostly just um use pornography and I, i'm usually Did, done in a couple of minutes yeah that's twice as long as me yeah i'm, I'm one minute for sure he, uh yes now it what did i i got a little lost with some of the words in there but was he saying he's an edger I, I don't think he's saying no. He he just happens to be very familiar with the concept of edging. <laughs> How would you know about that? I don't know. I, I know about it because Engineer like, Hunter just what, told what me. Would you do if, what would you do if a buddy just pulled you aside and be like, hey, you know what's really cool about masturbating? <laughs> Doing it for like an hour and a no, half. No, 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 <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like masturbation technique is really like a subject that comes up very often at all. If it, if it does, you just you you just drop whatever you're doing and you just run. Yeah. you just go run until until your legs give out. I don't. I, it's, I'm shocked that people are coming up with new techniques. I mean, I, maybe I'm just out of the loop. I don't know. Okay, here's another one. This this I don't know how this became a topic, but apparently it is. Gentle. This is from Ross. Gentlemen, I heard a good deal of Kenny Chesney references on this week's episode. I thought I might add a secondhand story I heard from a coworker regarding this guy's deal. My buddy and his wife were having dinner with another couple one night and somehow got on the topic of Kenny Chesney. We live in Texas, so this sort of thing happens on occasion. The wife of the joining couple says she has a friend that fooled around with him after a concert one night on his tour bus. My friend asked exactly what they did, sex, oral, etc. She nonchalantly replies, oh, nothing like that. He just jerked off on her. Mm. (laughs) Like that is a normal thing guys do. Needless to say, my buddy had a good laugh. It rattled me a little bit, though. Not because I like Kenny Chesney, quite the opposite. In fact, I just want to know if there are really people that do that huge red flag i pray that this is not a true story congrats on the sponsors you guys y'all are doing great things over there that is from ross um again that's ross alleging that about kenny yeah whoever that guy is the country guy if that's him um some some appetites yeah yeah but that you know that could be like if you're famous that might be better 
You know, there was that. There's the, right, there's no, there's no strings the attached fam- to that one. The famous story of Boris Becker. Oh, in the closet? He was, he was in a bar with a Russian model who took him in to a bathroom and, or a closet. It might have been, it was a closet. I think it was a closet. Yeah, took him into a bar closet, a broom closet, performed oral sex on him, and then nine months later made a claim Babe, of baby Boris. Yeah, made a claim of paternity against the guy, and it was, in fact, his child. She saved it. So it's probably better if you control all that stuff beginning to end. But if we want to talk about guys who might have a deal, yeah. have, you, uh, have you been watching Hard Knocks? I, I, saw, I saw the first one. I saw the first one. You're talking I've, about J.J. I've, Watt. I have no knowledge of anything. Yes. Just saying if news were to come out Wouldn't surprise at some you. point, come out at some point, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, that's you know he's he's a good deserve, player. Deserve deserve the MVP last big year. dude. They, they always give it to quarterbacks. That guy was definitely the best big player in the league. Dude, I think I saw him like rapping along big to something dude. on that show. Bit of a song and dance man. Yeah, he likes the attention. Mm, loves very theatrical. You know, he's a good player. Really good. Great, player. great player. Big dude. Great player. Big big early guy athlete. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. This is from Adam Ansel. Props to Ed Daly for not falling into what was apparently the most indiscreet wife trap of all time in Amsterdam. Uh, just to update you, people, if you're just to make you aware, Ed told a story last week about his wife giving him the green light in the red light district to get a blowjob from a whore. Uh, if I were in his situation, I would have two main concerns. A, somehow my wife is aware that this chick is actually a dude and this is a cruel joke. Two, eventually I would come home from work to find my wife pterodactyling the yard guys. No man in his right mind pulls the trigger here. You did well, Ed D. Uh, Ed, first, first and foremost... Pterodactyling is that is that like spit roasting? This is a term I'm not familiar with, but I, I, I love. Well, spit roast is very yeah. That's, that, that's a very specific term. Pterodactyling I've never heard, but I, I I enjoyed it. I don't. I feel like it could be used lots of different ways. Like pterodactyls have like long. They spread their wings. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, they fly. I'm picturing something on top. That's that's the pterodactyl. Right? Oh, because it's like a, a perched. A, oh, like right. Perched. Yeah, I like it. I yeah, like it. it's a solid one. I like it too. Um, I actually know. I don't think A was really something to be concerned about. I don't think she was a dude, but I do know a guy, and I will not yeah. say his name, but I know a guy who, in Thailand, brought home a chick, and when it came, only wanted to go back to her to the point of pleasure the the chick was packing the same sort of heat that he was packing and he it was it was not a chick and i i'm like dude you knew you knew you were bringing home a guy and he's like dude no way there's no you would never know well you know i i've been to thailand yeah i know and and sometimes the the ones that make you do a double take 
yeah are the are the lady boys they're the ones in <laughs> really? they're the ones in in very they're very they're presented well wow. but but the double take when you do the second look you're like oh wait a second that's a dude yeah yeah well he he did more than a second look he got the full on he said <laughs> he knew something was up when they like started like getting ready to go and the uh, um he she got out two condoms oh <laughs> And he was like, what's great? What's going on here? And then it became evident what was happening. Uh, back, back to the email. Yes, I, yes. I, I, I must say, though, it was not a, a, a trap. No. Like, there's, not, there's not testing. Like, I, I, I've, been, I've been with her for 19 years. Yes. If she's still testing whether or not I'm visiting hookers or doing this kind of thing, like, that's a problem. That's yes. two decades of mistrust. But uh, it, I told you, I had I had my many reasons for for doing it. I, I think she was actually just trying to be cool with probably wouldn't wouldn't be she she probably was happier that I turned it down. But I don't think she was doing that, seeing if I would turn it down. Ed, if you love something, <laughs> set it free. Yeah. And you're, you're, and your I think she wanted me to, to have a great blowjob. Yeah. Yeah. Your wife knows that you are loyal to her, that you're not going to leave her for some hooker at, in Amsterdam. <laughs> she knows yeah. that you can separate pleasure from love. More women should be right. like that. More women should take a clue from Ed's lovely wife, Michelle, of how to treat their man. Give him a little freedom. <laughs> yeah. He'll stay close. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I I get it, Ed. I know it was not a test. It was not a test. All right, Ed. It's time to talk some sports, but before we do that, I want to talk about Herman Marshall Texas whiskey. That's right. By now you guys know that Herman Marshall whiskey is the official whiskey of the Baller Lifestyle podcast, and I've told you guys that Herman Marshall is committed to making the smoothest possible whiskey while ensuring rich flavor and aroma for me it's nice to be able to just support something real something authentic in a day and age where authenticity is getting harder and harder to find a lot of that alleged small batch craft whiskey you see in the store is anything but that but herman marshall whiskey is distilled right where it says on the bottle texas so guys Go out, support our sponsors. Go out and pick up some Herman Marshall whiskey today. Herman Marshall, smooth Texas bourbon and rye. Uh, Ed, Herman Marshall whiskey is real. Do you did you have maybe some real or fakes cool. for us like you did last week? Re- real or fake? Okay, let's go, let's go. Let's go. I'm good at these. Our favorite actor, one of our favorite actors, played Larry Dallas. Richard Klein is that his real or fake name? Well, considering that we did this last week. <laughs> No, no, no. We did, we did older. How old? Oh, 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 oh. That's right. That's right. Older, younger. Okay. Um, Richard Klein. That's got to be a fake name. He's he's Richard. He's. I would guess he has more of a um, maybe a Jewish sounding name. Richard Klein. Mm. Nope. It's oh, real. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Stand yeah. corrected. Continue. Alan Thick. Alan Thick. He's Canadian. He ends thick with an e. He fathered Robin Thick. He's a known coxman. Yes, he, he is. He wrote the Three's Company theme song. I believe he also wrote the Different Strokes. Di- different Strokes. Yes, of course he did. 
Alan Thick. I mean, it sounds very Canadian. I'm going to say that's his real name. Fake Alan Willis Gregory. Wow. I mean, why, why do you change from Gregory to Thick? I mean, Thick is better. Thought, yeah. Alan Gregory is a perfectly legit name. No, great name. Love that name. And then, yeah, if it's going to be a fake name, why add the E at the end of Thick? Agreed. Canadian. Yeah. Uh, Albert Brooks. Albert, oh, I happen to know. Albert Brooks' real name is Albert Einstein. Yeah, his parents were being assholes. Yeah, I'll say. His brother's Super Dave Osborne. That's right. It's a, it's a funny family. Uh, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Is she British? Is she the one that's married to the British. guy from The Office? She is. Um, I don't know anything about her other than she's very close friends with uh, my favorite woman, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, I'm going to say that's a made-up name, Blunt. It's real. Uh, okay, one, Meg, one more. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan, I happen to know that is fake. Her real name is Peggy. Margaret, Mary, Emily, Ann, Hira. Oh, my God. How many names do you give a person? <laughs> uh, I, I got to do one more. Okay, one more. And this, uh, I'll, just, I'll just tell you. Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde, that's got... She's the one that's married to that guy. That guy from SNL, Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis, he's a real coxman. He had January Jones. He is a coxman. I mean, unbelievable, the, the amount of tail this guy's pulled. Um, I'm going to say Olivia Wilde. That's got... It's, it sounds too fake. I'm going to say it's real. Fake Olivia Jane Cockburn. Oh, yeah, you got to change your name. <laughs> Any kind of cock or that's, dick. That's totally, totally... Legit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Real or fake? I love that game. I love Herman Marshall whiskey because it's real. Ed, it's time to talk sports. This is a sports talk show. What is going on in the world of sports? Okay. Uh, the sport of tennis. At some tennis event called the Rogers <clears throat> Cup in Montreal this past week, Novak Djokovic complained to an official that he could smell Mary Jane. Someone is smoking weed. I can smell it. I'm getting dizzy. After the match, he said, whoever it is, I hope he doesn't come back tomorrow. He's probably on the seventh sky somewhere. Oh, my God. Brian. How strong are the jazz cigarettes in Montreal that a man hundreds of feet away can get a contact high? Seriously, more like Novak Narkovic. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Calm down. Like, how could you really, really, really smell some weed in a 10,000-seat arena or whatever it is in, in Montreal? And I'm sure, like a lot of those European-type cities, like if you walk around in San Francisco, you smell yeah. weed. There's lots. If you walk around in Venice Beach, California, you will smell weed. And I don't believe that there was there were like clouds of smoke because that would be a problem if you're trying to play a sport and there's smoke being blown in your face. But there's no way that that could have been the case. I think he was outdoors. Yeah, there's there it, there definitely wasn't enough smoke that it was really affecting him. Also, the seventh sky. Yeah, I'm guessing that's some sort of Eastern European. Well, he's this guy's a pro tennis player. These guys are notorious partiers. Yayo use on the ATP tour is legendary. These dudes are always raging with models, Ed, and yet Joko thinks that smoking weed takes you to another galaxy. <laughs> 
the the problem is tennis has two types of people, right? Yeah. The the Mats Vlander Coke. Yes. I think he was. I think he was like the legendary Coke guy. I mean, he kind of looked like it. He had a perm. His name was Mats. Yeah, Mats. Um, Yeah. But then it also creates the Sampras tennis nerd, and Djokovic is is one of those guys. Totally. They're like they're like robots. You know, like after the tournament, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna go party this club." Don't tell Joko. Like, (laughs) yeah. Also, this is a guy that flies his two standard poodles around the world with him. Yeah. Is he? Is he a gentleman of the peers? I don't think. I don't, no, I think he has a hot chick. Yeah, he right? does. He does. But so does so does Roger Federer. Roger Federer is a mm. is a married man. He's not a confirmed bachelor, but it's very very neat. Yes, looks like he gives a very soft handshake. I mean, he shows up to his matches in a blazer, a mm. white blazer with his initials on it. Yeah, that's that's something. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Novak Djokovic. I mean, dude, ease up. Quit being such a narc. Don't be such yeah. a buzzkill. It's, you're in Montreal, for Christ's sake. Like, they're going to smoke some weed. Uh, okay, Ed, what else is going on? MMA fighter Anderson Silva recently failed a drug test. In a hearing with the Nevada State Athletic Commission, Silva gave his excuse. Dick pills. <laughs> Brian, Brian, we could, we could debate whether or not Spider-Man Silva's flaccid Johnson's to blame for him <laughs> failing a drug test. But isn't the real question, why the hell is MMA testing for drugs? I, I totally agree. I, I'm MMA, it just it looks like just the after effect of meth. Like there's not it's crazy and yeah. every fight is over in twelve seconds. Um I don't, I, I don't, I, you know I don't me. Get it. I am pro performance enhancing drugs in all sports. I don't like it's technology. It makes but you that better. sport it, that sport, especially, they're like literally putting two people in a cage to just kill well, each other. Yeah, the only thing is, is that it's like the the one argument I guess against performance enhancing drugs in, in MMA is that you can literally kill your opponent. Like if you're <laughs> that much stronger, or I don't know, if you've taken too much of whatever and it makes you crazy, like you could you could actually they, kill the person. And they often try to kill their their significant others. Yeah, that's. that's Yes, you you watch the same real <laughs> sports? See, yes. Yeah, I just, I caught up. I hadn't I hadn't watched it. It was probably a few weeks ago. But when they showed the stats and like the national average and the NFL average and then the MMA average of like domestic violence cases was staggering. Yeah, and uh, I like how all the MMA leagues are like we don't we have a zero tolerance policy right. against domestic violence. And then there's a l- laundry list of guys that they've signed contracts. Post, yeah, who've already been convicted multiple times of domestic <laughs> violence. It's just, it's just animals. Like we can, we can just let them take whatever they want. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Take, take so, whatever. Anderson, pills. keep taking your dick pills. Keep taking your steroids, which are probably what you were doing. Both. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, what else? Uh, this is going to be a story about a guy named Gabe, but not Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh. Uh, see, I had to throw. Yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. Uh, for, Former Major League Baseball player and now L.A. Dodgers Director of Player Development, Gabe Kapler, has a new tip for up-and-coming baseball players. Tan your nuts. On Kapler's website, Cap Lifestyle, he, post, he posted a new entry called All Natural. The piece opens with, if you want to be your strongest, get some sun on your boys. And by boys, I mean your testicles. Awesome. Kapler then goes on... Uh, uh, praising the virtues of vitamin D and links to old medical studies. 
Brian, as a man who loves to be in the sun, right. have you ever poured a little copper tone on the old yam bag and taken in some vitamin D? No, I'm thinking about it. I take vitamin D every morning as part of my supplement routine, but I, I might just quit and just... Do you take... But you're you're always posting pictures of like being on the beach. Yeah. Like, what do you need to take vitamin D for? I live, I live in Southern California. I don't know. I heard it was good to take it. But you're, if you're in the sun all the time, isn't that it? I don't know. Does it, is that true? Does it really make, does the sun really make you make vitamin D? Yes. Oh, I, take a, I take a whole handful of things every morning. Fish oil, B, a oh, couple geez. of Bs. Oh, no. C, all of the above. You should do. Do you ever get a physical? Like, see what you what you're what you're low. Like, why why take why take so many vitamins? Maybe. I mean, I just take a one a day. I mean, but. what's like what's what's it to you? Like, you take whatever you want. Why why do you give a shit about uh, so many vitamins? I'm, tr- I'm trying to I'm trying to you know I'm into longevity here, Ed. I'm, I'm into fitness. I want to be healthy. I mean, so so tan your balls. Just, Don't take supplements. Well, I also like. First of all, I'm definitely going to do this. I'm 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 into tanning. I, I like to bronze myself, Ed. I like to be nice and brown all over my body. And I'm the guy, like I'm out at the beach. I'll hike the shorts up a little bit, Ed. I'll get the, oh, I'll get that upper thigh. I was doing that I, this weekend. Can you can you just say I'm not I'm not a don't say I'm a guy and then then say I hike the shorts up. Because I, I want to get there. Because a lot of I'll, I'll 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 say you're a human. Like I'm not gonna say you're a guy. A lot a lot of times the shorts will ride up and the upper gets, part of your leg what? will be all white. I'm like okay, so who cares though? I mean, it's it's embarrassing, Ed. I like you know embarrassing for who? For me, I like to be. I like to keep a nice bronze. Top to bottom. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You're hiking your shorts up, but then when your shorts fall down, nobody sees that tan anyway. Uh, there's only one. There's only two people right. that would see that. Well, yeah. And that's are true. you embarrassed? What? No. This, this is insane. Do you do you ever like if you're by a private pool? Yeah. Do you ever go speedo just to get maximum no, fi exposure? No, I don't own a speedo. Maybe if I were in Europe. Australia, somewhere, somewhere that was more nah, acceptable. You, I would never do something like that. I'm just gonna hike my shorts yeah. up. Uh, but I do, uh, I do like when people mistake they, they they misuse testicles when they mean like scrotum. The testicles are inside. You're not. You don't want to tan your testicles because you'd have to cut yourself <laughs> open and put them on a frying. Yeah, pan. you'd have to fillet your actual ball sack open to tan your testicles because they live inside of your scrotum. I like, I like when people misuse that. Also, how m- I also like, well, I like that people, so there are people who read a website called cap lifestyle yeah. and then he goes, get some sun on your boys. As if anyone reading cap lifestyle, when you say your boys still needs an explanation, yeah, they know, they know. And by boys, I mean your testicles. Uh, Gabe Kapler. He's like the scouting director. or He works for the Dodgers. <laughs> And I, I think he was a decent player. I, he, Devil Rays. He was okay. Rays? No, he bounced around. He had a couple of good years. Uh, but he's. But I know that the players basically hate him because he's he's one of these guys that's like real into health and uh, and and nutrition. So he uh, like switched out the 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 post game spread and like took out like all the oh, mashed potatoes an and and all the unhealthy stuff and replaced <laughs> it with like fruits and vegetables, like dick. steamed broccoli and chia seed and all. And I, uh, I know the players were really really pissed the off. Fun police. <laughs> yeah, totally. Also, like, how much you want to bet that Gabe Kapler is one of these guys with a huge cock? 
anybody. Yeah, this is uh, this is all yes. just a, an excuse. Yeah, anybody that's advocating, hey, we should all get our pants off here. Like it's no big deal. Yeah, that's because you got a huge, huge dong, that's right. and you you're fine with just showing that thing off. You're really, yeah. really excited to get that like thing out. Flea. Yes. So he's he's hung like flea, like, like flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Hey guys, why don't we play a whole concert in a sock? Yes. Because he's a man among men, and he wants to show that off. Good for him. Right. I, I yeah. would do the same. If I, if I was hung like a beast like that, I would definitely have it out all the time. What, one of my roommates in college used to do the wristwatch. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. Say, hey, what time is yeah. it? Do the old the wristwatch. That was, a, that was a good movie. I got a, a, I got a buddy like that, and he's got a big like goiter on like there's like a spot like on the on the vein of he's got this huge cock and on the vein of his dick there's a spot where it's like the like where the blood pools up or something and so he'll wrap that thing around there and he'll have this lump and I'll, i'll be like dude what's up with that bump that you got on your dick and he's like i call that the love lump oh that's not good. No, it's not. But no. but the point is, is that guy can wrap his dick around his wrist. So that's that's, that's right. Like, that's like yeah, the number one talent to have. To yeah, I agree. <laughs> if I if I could have any superpower, it'd probably be that. Yeah, I agree. Some people want to fly or be invisible. I just would like that ability. Yeah, it would be pretty nice. Uh, okay, Ed, we got to talk. We got another one of our favorite stories. Stephanie Radikowski was an English teacher in Springfield, Oregon. Unfortunately, Ed, she had to resign after it was alleged that she sent topless pics and requested dick pics from her 15-year-old stu- student via an app. I need to get on this app. Yeah, what is this app? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I didn't mention the story. didn't mention the app. Yeah, I, have a, I have like a whole bunch of apps. It's, There's no apps where it leads to that. You, you have a special weather app because the native iPhone weather does not does not give you enough detail. Settle down, Mr. Traffic app. So you have a special weather app. <laughs> I I yes, I have a traffic app. I don't have any boob and dick pic apps. I want to get if you guys know which one they're talking about, I need to get on that. Um, at first, though, Ed, this is Stephanie Radikowski, she had an excuse when the cops got wind of this. She said that the student had snatched up her phone and then texted himself the booby pics that she had on her phone eventually she was discovered and changed her story an arrest warrant has been issued ed for the misdemeanor charge of endangering the welfare of a minor and evidence tampering ed on a scale of one to ten please rate your level of terror at the prospect of sending a picture of your 15-year-old Irish American dong to an adult woman. <laughs> That's a 14. I don't yes, want yes. anyone seeing my 15-year-old yes. dong. Uh, but is your dong full the, grown at 15? I don't remember. I don't feel like it was. I mine was not. No, I don't think it mine was. Mine was not. I was I was uh, on the late side. I mean, you know, I guess at that point it's it's the the sad reality was that morning, uh, there was some morning in high school where I was showering, and oh, I was like, no. oh, fuck, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I doesn't, no, I feel like I got to, I feel like I got to. Because I always thought, I always thought it was going to keep going, yeah. and then I was like, oh, wait a second, that's, that's all we got. I feel like I got a that's little it. girthier around 28 or 29. I feel, I feel oh. like one day I looked down there, and I was like, hey, that's, I'm doing okay. I'm doing a little bit better in the width department. I still, like, if I could 
make a deal with the devil. I'd take an inch either direction, but um, you know, just go. I, I feel like go, it thickened go. up a little bit in my twenties. Am I wrong? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't recall having that discovery for myself. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to. I have nothing to add there. I just the one thing going back to uh, the, the teacher. Yes. Obviously, we are we are firmly on the side of uh, this is this is a good thing for the victimless victimless crime. Obviously, for sure. But come on, I mean, what is she doing by uh, changing her story? Yeah, you don't. Yeah, come on, it's it's so it. easy to just d- deny, deny, deny. Yeah. What can they do? I didn't do well, it. Once you change your story, you're fucked. Yeah, you are fucked. Now she's going to have to plead guilty. Hopefully she doesn't do any jail time, but I don't, I don't think she's going to be in the classroom again anytime soon. Also, not shockingly, I feel like this is 100% of these stories, she was married. Mm. So the husband. That husband's got to be pretty proud of himself. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, God, I'll take a 15-year-old dick. I just need to see something. <laughs> <laughs> That guy must not be packing heat at home. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, Ed. Florida. Boyd Gene Wiley, a 47-year-old Florida man who apparently really loves weed, marched into a local sheriff's office Monday and accused detectives of stealing his massive crop of marijuana plants. Mm. Wiley wanted to complain to a supervisor that he was growing medical marijuana, which is illegal in Florida. A housing code enforcement officer spotted a few plants during a routine inspection, and they sent some cops over there, and they, they were trying to figure out whose land it was, like who, who, who owned the weed that was growing. <laughs> Luckily, this guy just walked into the police station and said, hey, who stole my weed? And he was arrested on production of marijuana charges, which is a felony, and was released on a $1,004 bond later that night. That's an interesting bail amount, right, Ed? $1,004? What what's with the creativity? That's, where where did they come with what's that? What's the fort? Is like like is that like a filing fee? Like make it a thousand fifty or just a thousand? Yeah, yeah I, make, I'm not cool with I'm not cool with odd like that reminds me of airport beers. Uh, I don't want to pay yeah. nine sixty four yes, for a beer. Yes, just round. I'd rather pay ten than nine sixty four for a. Uh, agreed, beer. and also with the the upselling of the shot is that did all airports get together? And be like, hey, we're all, let's all like, like, like let's all huddle up and like O'Hare and LAX and Newark <laughs> and everybody like put their arms around each other and they're, they're like, listen, every time we sell a drink, we're gonna offer a shot for three bucks on the side. Like that's how does every airport do the same thing? <laughs> I've never had a shot in an airport. No, me either. But I've I've been offered one every time I've ordered <laughs> a beer there. That's true. I just was offered one the yeah, other day. So you want a shot? Who gets like I'm not a nah. I'm not a longshoreman. Just give me a beer. <laughs> that's, that's like right. I don't I don't just give me the fucking beer yeah. and give it to me at a nice round yes, number. I'm not I, I'm not I'm not an iron worker here. Like I don't need a boiler maker. <laughs> like when I order a beer, just give me a beer. If I want a, a cocktail, I'll order that next. Yeah, that's that's a separate order. Ed, there's more of this boy Gene Wiley story here. The the fiasco didn't end there. While he's out on bail, he was arrested again after he slammed his neighbor who owed him money over the head with a shovel. Whoa. He might have got How much how much money did he get? It doesn't, doesn't oh. say, but in Florida it's probably two thousand and four dollars. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, maybe he bonded him out. Uh <laughs> He might have gotten away with it, Ed, except that he called the cops again, this time to let them know he had been hit in the face during the brawl. 
He was arrested for aggravated battery and released again on bail. This guy keeps making bail. You know what the thing is? Yeah. This guy's real needy. <laughs> you think? Well, you know, he's he's very needy. Yeah. This is this is a bigger problem than obviously the weed, the neighbor. He's one of those guys. Yeah. Need needs a lot. Yeah. Well, and, Ed, what what do you think's more shocking here though? That someone accidentally turned themselves in for two felonies in one week? Or that one man has both the names Boyd and Gene? <laughs> the Boyd and Gene, I imagine, is two-thirds of all male adults in, uh, in northern Florida. <laughs> yeah, you'd think, yeah. <laughs> like two-thirds. And then Eastern the, Alabama. The other, thir- the, the other third are Gene Boyd. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm free. If if you just put that into every Florida story, I'd be like, yeah, yeah that sounds about makes right. Makes sense. Sounds about right. Uh, okay. Good for him. We'll see. We'll see what happens with him. Ed, needy boy. It's it's time to get back. We haven't done one of these in a while. You were away. We we just caught up with you last week, but we haven't done one. And I feel like the the fans have been missing out. It is time for another installment of the million dollar baller battle. Okay, Ed, recently, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, the, the Arizona Diamondbacks retired pitcher Randy Johnson's number 51. And it, to commemorate this, some super smart publicity person decided that they should, the team should present the Hall of Famer with a 51-inch corn dog. <laughs> I, I don't even want to know. Like, I... You know how sometimes they show the videos of how things are made like that? That seems like a really disgusting thing. Also, video. I know, I mean, we've been talking a lot about dicks on this show. We are the dong show of record, I guess. Um, but this is this is a cock-heavy show, even for us. Do you really want to present a guy nicknamed the Big Unit <laughs> with a giant phallic bread and sausage item? That, I'll, I'll tell you how they came up with the 51 inches, Ed. It's an inch for each one of his Major League Baseball seasons, 22. 10 for his 10 All-Star appearances. He only went to the All-Star game 10 times. 9 for his 9 strikeout championships. 5 for his 5 Cy Young Awards. 1 for his World Series ring. Another one inch for his World Series MVP award. A one for his pitching triple crown. I mean, come on, it's come. They're you know what here. this is? You know what this is? Yeah. They made a random. They're like, let's make a like a really big corn dog <laughs> and for then, him. Yeah, let's and then, it out. then they're like, all right, let's figure out some fucking backwards math to get. But here. what's the pitching triple crown? Strikeouts, ERA, and wins. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. it. But like, they're just they clearly were trying to think of categories oh, oh oh yeah that's right he also played 21 seasons i bet they told the person 21 and 21 for 21 seasons and then like the guy was dyslexic or something yeah it's like oh i made a 51 I bet it inch. didn't measure out like the subway foot long is really like 11 inches you know this 51 yeah. incher i mean speaking of subway <laughs> no we're gonna, are we gonna are we gonna I cover this we later talk about that later yeah okay. if we don't right. then we will um, okay. Uh, okay, but that's not what struck me about this story, Ed. Other yeah. than the absurdly long corn dog, what struck me here was the presence of something much more disturbing in the photo. A 
course, I'm talking about Randy Johnson's face, which <laughs> so should gross. never be allowed anywhere near food. <laughs> He makes Larry Bird look handsome. <laughs> he really, he's really got a look. Uh, Ed, juxtaposed against this story, as we do in this segment, also in the news recently was Nick Kyrgios. Kyrgios? I think he's an Aussie. He's, an, he's a Greek Aussie, I believe. The Australian tennis pro, who it should be noted, has a mohawk that he occasionally dyes with pink stripes. Yeah. yeah. He made the news because he told Swiss pro Stan Warinka during a match, quote, and this was on TV, by the way, quote, Kokonakis banged your girlfriend. Sorry to tell you that, mate. Apparently, Kyrgios, I'm going to say Kyrgios, I'm going to say the G is silent. Kyrgios was referring to fellow Australian pro, also of Greek descent. What are the odds? Thanasi Kokonakis, Jesus. who who <laughs> has, was apparently having intercourse. This is like season two of The Wire. With, with Warinka's ex-bay. Not cool, Nick. Of course, Ed, there's a question that is begged here, and it's a question I'm going to put out to our listeners. You guys hit me with your answers via voicemail or email. For a million dollars... Would you rather allow a rival of yours to have sex with your wife one time or for an entire year, every time you have sex with your wife, Randy Johnson is in the room? <laughs> and he's not, he's not participating. He's not in it. <laughs> but he's there. He's fully cl- there's, he's, a, there's a... F- there's definitely a possibility of a Pavlov thing going you just, on. No, you, like, you just have a chair. You have a chair in your room. It's a comfortable... <laughs> but it's close. It's, it's close. Comfortable. It could be in the corner. It's there. And he just sits there in silence, <laughs> quietly... Judging you. Just watching you have sex with your wife. One year, at the end of one year, you get a million dollars. All you have to do is choose. A, let someone you, someone you know could be a right. guy at your office that you don't care for. It's somebody that you're not a fan of. You let him. But it's a one-shot one shot. He one gets time. one time. He gets to bone your wife. No questions asked. They get to go at it. You don't have to be there. Or for a million dollars, you get to have sex with your wife at least once a week for a year. 52 sessions with the wife. <laughs> with the big unit. With, with your normal size unit, but also in the room <laughs> is Hall of Fame pitcher Randy Johnson. Is, is he holding that corn dog while? <laughs> no, he's just—he's not doing anything out of the ordinary. He's just sitting there quietly in a chair with both his arms on the armrests. He might have—he might have a leg crossed. It's the creepiest image he I've do, ever. He doesn't heard have of. his phone. He doesn't have anything. He's not reading a comic Jeez. book. He's just sitting there. <laughs> Observing, yeah, he's 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 only focused on one yeah, thing: you having sex. Uh, hit hit us, hey, you guys have thoughts? I know some of our regular respondents are going to have thoughts on this one. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle dot com or leave us a voicemail. Short, keep it brief. Nine four nine four six four TBLS. Okay, Ed, it is time 
for our, our very own pop culture segment. At the end of the show, every week, we talk about everything that's going on in the world of pop culture, celebrity news, whatever is making the news that we haven't covered heretofore. We do it with our very own pop culture correspondent. Of course, I'm talking about Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hi. Hey, Kate. I'm good. And guys? guys, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Fancy Pop is now brought to us by our very own Republic Battery. Guys, we talked last week about Republic Battery being in business for nearly 70 years, which is a pretty damn long time, and probably means that they're doing something right, like taking care of their customers. One of the ways they do that is with their consignment program. That's right. Republic Battery will stock your business with batteries that you can carry for sale, meet with one of their reps, and they'll get you started and deliver weekly or bi-weekly restocks. But you don't have to be a business to get wholesale pricing from Republic Battery because with them, no one pays retail prices. If it's your car, your truck, your boat, your golf cart, your fleet, it doesn't matter. Republic Battery has everything you need. They're right there in Houston near U of H. Call them for a quote. Find them on Facebook or swing by there anytime. Republic Battery, 6130 Long Drive in Houston, just minutes south of downtown. Give them a call, 713-645-2141, or check them out on the web at republicbattery.com. Republic Battery, hardcore power, wholesale prices. Ed, 70 years, what do you think about that? Pretty long. Now, you need to tell me, is it? Is Republic Battery older or younger than the following things? Okay. The pill. Kate McManus, you are a woman. Yeah, you know about birth control. You know <laughs> probably about many, many methods of birth control. Tell me the pill, the birth control pill, is it older or younger than Republic Battery? And the pill's younger, I would say. The pill is younger. I would also say younger. I don't feel like 70 years ago. 70 years ago, we had the, the my preferred method. Pulling out <laughs> the rhythm method. I I, fe- De- I feel like the- De- yes, yes. Ed. Depositing depositing the map of Hawaii somewhere. That's else. right. I drew Japan here. Uh, Did a Kenny Chesney. Ed, uh, <laughs> nice. Ed, there you go. Ed, what, which pill. is it? Is the pill older or younger than Republic Battery? The pill is younger. Yeah. Nineteen fifty four. It is sixty one years old. Nice. What's that? Morton Salt. Morton Salt. Well, salt. Salt has been around since man has been around. Um, I feel like that's true. I feel like Morton's is old. I feel like Morton's is one of those companies that's yeah, like. I'm going to say like, Morton's is older. It's like the old Morton Salt company from jolly old England. So like it was around man. in the colonies. <laughs> I'm going to say Morton Salt is older than Republic I'm Batteries. I'm, I'm the same, same. It's older, but only by six oh, years. Yeah, I was say it started in 1940. Well, that's how long. Republic Battery has been around as long as salt, almost. That's yeah. how long they've been in business. It's a long time. Okay, Ed, you got another about, one? Are they I the got, salt uh, of the battery yeah. business? Good one. Uh-huh. All right, how about Barbie? Barbie. Barbie's been around a long fucking time. I don't think she's 70. I don't think she was around in the 40s. No, she's been around since the 50s. That's what I'd say, too. Barbie's younger. Younger. Correct, Barbie, 1959. Uh, three for three. Mm-hmm. Give you one more. Here we go. Lou Alcinder, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Lou Alcinder, UCLA, maybe 
the greatest player in NBA history. Certainly, the and basketball, the most dominant college player Do in you know history. How old he is? Because I, I don't think he. Wow, he played into his forties. Uh, yeah, he was he was an old guy yeah, when he played in the eighties. Think very surly. I saw him in a restaurant once, and you know he's got this surly vibe. And people talk about what a dick he is. And then I saw him in a restaurant once, and he was just sitting there trying to have his dinner. And people were like sending their little kids who have no fucking clue who he is over to like interrupt his dinner and get shit Ugh, signed. And I was like, annoying. I was like, you know what? I'd be surly too. I get it, Lou. I understand. I know why you're so pissed. Um, I'm gonna say he's not seventy. He's younger. I'll say older just because Brian said younger. He is a year younger. Sixty-nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he was. He's 68 years Only old. Republic battery stuff. is 69. Right, right. Wow, excellent. Oh, did you see the movie Airplane? Yeah. He's an actor. Yeah. He was in where also I, The Game of Death that with movie was Bruce called Lee. Flying High. Is that true? Yeah. Whoa. You know that. I've told you that before. Probably, yeah. Flying High was a drug reference, so I they did. couldn't use it in the USA. Yeah, Airplane. Because you guys are a huge yeah. Debbie Downer. He, and he also got his ass kicked by Bruce Lee. Yeah, game of death. Okay, let's get into some pop culture news. (laughs) Let's hold on. Before we get into the pop culture, we got some life coaching to do. People are reaching out now that Ed's back. They want all our opinions on things. That's more important. Here's one, guys. We're your life coaches. If you have any kind of problem, personal, uh, sexual, sex and relationships, fashion, probably not medical though. No medical. Oh, yeah, we'll help you with your medical. Okay, apparently we'll help you with your yeah, medical like issues if, as well. If your cock doesn't work, <laughs> let us know. We'll help you out. We'll tell you. If you're, if you're losing your hair, I'll tell you what your options are. Reach out. I'll help you with that. Uh, we're here to help. We're life coaches. Here's one. I re- this is an email. I recently had a great sex dream about my wife. What? And a hot blonde who was very, very clearly on hashtag tag team big naturals. That's my favorite team. I told my wife about the dream without going into graphic detail. Actually, I only was able to tell her something like, so I had a sex dream about you. Truth be told, there was another unknown woman who joined us and we all had a great time before she stopped me, made a face and said, gross, I don't want to hear about it. Here are my live coaching questions for you, Ed, and especially Kate. One, was it a mistake to tell her? Two, why did she react that way? I look forward to hearing your thoughts about it. Ish. Guys, Kate, what do you think? What are your thoughts on this um, this live coaching question? Uh, ugh, I feel bad that she reacted that way. Um, One, was it a mistake to tell her? Not if you didn't know she was going to react. Yes like or that. no? Yeah, yes or no? Well, obviously, based on her reaction, yes, but I yes, don't it was a mistake. Think that he should. No, it was not. I don't think he should. Hold on, Ed, you'll get your chance. back. I think that he did the right thing. Yes. So you're saying no? It was not a mistake. No, I don't. Okay. Think it was a and two, Kate, why did she react that way? You're a woman. Um, I don't know what their sex life is like. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like it, it sounds like she's turned off by the idea of him imagining. She's threatened. Well, no, he didn't. He say I had a sex dream about you. And yeah, he didn't you and de- another woman. A threesome, oh. a three-way, a menage in, maybe she feels insecure. a trois. Yeah. Ed, was it a mistake to tell her? Never a mistake. Two. Never. Two. What? You're a man whose wife allows you to have sex with prostitutes. Tell me, <laughs> two, why did she react that way? I'm guessing, and I, I, I don't know exactly how he described it to his wife, 
But maybe he used some gross term like making love. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. That'll you know, do it. That, would, that, that would make anyone maybe, feel yeah. sick. Mm-hmm. Need, I'd need to know more details for me to be able to give proper life. I would, too. Some people can be really gross in the that, way That's true. One, definitely not a mistake to tell her. I think it's great that you're having sex dreams about your own wife. It means that you are still, that you are attracted to her. And you are that's, having, that's for sure. you're having a fantasy. Like, it is okay to have fantasies. Fantasies it's don't healthy. have to be real, but it's people dream of different ways. And, and, and Ish, let me ask you, did you ask your love? wife why, were you like, what do you mean, ooh? Like, what's ooh about yeah. it? You yeah. need to you need to delve into that and find out. People in general get the open the lines of communication. Not and find Ed, out what she's thinking. Not Ed Daly and his beautiful wife Michelle, obviously, as they clearly have a very open sexual relationship <laughs> because he is allowed <laughs> to take blowjobs from Russian hookers. <laughs> but that said, people in general need to have more of an open dialogue about sex and not. It's it's when things get aren't said that they become a problem. So have a talk. Talk about your fantasies. Ask her what hers are. Have a more yeah. Bring free, it up. Ish. Be like, hey, yeah. when I told you about my dream, you were like acted yeah. like you were grossed out. Yeah. Like what what was gross about it? Yeah, agreed. Uh, okay, here's another one. This one's really long. Baller lifestyle crew. I'm in serious need of your expert advice. I'm 41. I've been smoking cigarettes for over half my life. I finally had enough of the habit and decided to quit. I quit cold turkey several times only to start back up after an evening of consuming five or 15 delicious adult beverages. This time I set myself up on the path to success. I've entered the world of vaping. I'm not in it for the vaping lifestyle, but to rid myself of the dependency of a nasty, expensive habit. I've caught a lot of good nature ribbing from my buddies. No problem there. I would expect nothing less. And here's the problem. I think this is a problem for a lot of people. I have no desire to bother the general public with my vaping. I even go out of my way to hide the fact that I use a vaporizer. Good thing. Problem is that whenever I find a place to feed my addiction away from civilization, I am immediately surrounded by hipsters wearing skinny jeans, flannel shirts, Birkenstocks with socks, wool hats, and sporting giant lumberjack beards. All these douchebags want to do is engage me in conversation about what type of mod I use. I don't even know what that means. What wattage I have my mod turned up to, what type of tank I use. Do I rebuild my own coils? I didn't know there was so much technical. <laughs> wow. What juice am I vaping, etc. Then proceed to tell me what I should be doing, giving me expert advice on how to enhance my vaping experience. What should I do? I've been pretty nice about it. I nod my head, blah, blah, blah. Sincerely, Travis in the brass at the tickle pants. At the tickle I, I think it's I think it's pretty obvious. This guy needs to go cold turkey. Kate McManus? Tab, I think um, that it's so great that you found a community that oh you can be a part oh of. Oh, my God, the sarcasm. And I think, oh. you should, the sarcasm. I think you should be open to engaging with your fellow vapors. No. no. Maybe you'll no. learn some stuff that yeah. you didn't know. Kate Maybe is, you can oh, delve no. further she's, into... She's belittling your into, problem. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Maybe you can delve deeper into the world of vaping. <laughs> Kate and really a, feel like you found uh, your You know, he comes to us for advice this, and you're humiliated. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to cut her mic. Kate is advising that you embrace the vapist lifestyle, Travis. Yeah, why not Why not just become a serial killer? He's, you don't, he's you don't already embrace embraced vaping, so I feel like 
Embrace the lifestyle. Ed, Ed Daly, I feel like this guy has two options. Because I need to know more about vaping. He, I want to know about, like, if you refilled your own coils. What does that mean? I don't, I don't either. Can you get back to me? Either. Ed, yeah. two things here. Back. Two things here. He either needs to quit altogether or he needs to take smoking back up, correct? Yes. 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 I I applaud anybody trying to kick an addiction, but trading one addiction for another and another that is particularly douchey. It's totally normal. And and all that technical stuff. It's like you got to be Copernicus to hang out with vapors. Like just no. You guys sound like huge dads right now. You're not Galileo. Like you break. You Travis. You should also um, start up a new Instagram account just for your vaping. Uh I believe Kate follows was, Kate I follows do. a vapist on, on Instagram. Yeah. That's uh, true. Hey, yeah, Blake, proud of you, Blake, Travis. Blake the, it's Blake it's hard Blake, to kick Blake smoking, yeah. but you know, go for the gum or something. Yeah, this is yeah. this is not agreed. The gum is a good call. I got your back, Travis. Wean yourself, and we don't we don't know what vaping can do. No, I can't imagine can't the chemicals and all. Like it can't, but it's not. It as bad can't as be a good addiction. It's not as bad. It can't be as bad as smoking. Uh, uh, okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? It is time for Fancy Pop. We've done our life coaching. What is happening in the world of celebrity news? Um, where should I start? Okay, I'm going to start here with Ben Affleck's nanny. Oh. Christine Azunian has not given up on love. Page Six reports she's interested in a job as the bachelorette. Oh, let's hope. Um, the word in L.A. is that Christine is looking for an agent and wants a deal on something like The Bachelorette or Dancing with the Stars. She knows most likely she can't go back to nannying. You who think? in L.A. would hire her? Is she good looking? She's, she's pretty cute. Yeah. yeah. Who, who's going to hire her to take care of uh, their kids? So she's doing what most people do in L.A., yeah. using the spotlight to build a showbiz, my favorite word, That's That's why career. she's there. Um, she's she's crazy and she's kind of hot. So she's yeah, she's a perfect candidate. She has been commanding the spotlight by parading around in full hair and makeup for the paparazzi, cruising around Santa Monica, California in a new top-down forty-three thousand dollar luxury Lexus, mm. and sipping wine al fresco with friends, where cameras can catch her in her full glory. Recently, posting an Instagram photo of herself facing the paparazzi with the caption. She's just a girl on fire. I um, Alicia Keys. I requested. She's private. <laughs> this Ben Affleck's nanny. Uh, I requested a follow. I mean, it's just so good because I see her pictures like posted on TMZ and stuff. Oh yeah. And I request. So you just you want to follow? I wanted her. to have a look at what she's got going on there. There's there's some Don't bikini have to shots. Check her Instagram it follows was, later. Well, she just she's private. Did she, she accept you? No. That's weird. Yes. That's because bullshit. she's probably read this piece where um, they're claiming she's an attention whore. So oh, well, she is an attention she's whore. Made her, she's probably just recently, like today, made her Instagram a, account a, private. A, 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 no, this was like a week ago. A proper attention whore does not have a private Instagram. Also, no one should have a private Instagram. Right? Maybe she has both and you didn't look for the right one. Ed, do you have any thoughts? I mean, I, I don't believe anybody should have private yeah, Instagram. Like, What's this, the, point? the whole point of it is you're you're sharing I agree. certain things. It's stupid. Social media. Okay. Like, yeah. what do you got to protect? If you if you have like a, like serious things you don't want people knowing, maybe that's where you just maybe don't, don't have put an them account. On Instagram. Yeah, yeah, you don't put them on the yeah. internet. That's a great point. Uh, okay, Kate. 
What else? Um, actor Terrence Howard said under oath mm. he's a changed person after divorcing Michelle Gent. But when they were together, he fell into the dark world of drugs. Howard testified he and Michelle would often smoke weed and do cocaine and ecstasy together. He also said they watched a lot of porn. Uh-huh. But since they've split, he said, I refuse to get high. I refuse to watch porn. I'm calling bullshit on that. Um, I don't, they've been fighting in court over I don't spousal refuse support to do either of those things. She's angling more money, um, claiming uh, He's on a hit his show. payments don't cut it now that he is on a huge uh, hit show empire. Ed Daly, do you think maybe he was on um, cocaine and or ecstasy when he did that nude scene in that one movie <laughs> because his penis looked very, very small in that nude scene. And I, I have heard that those drugs tend to kind of make you like shrivel up a bit. Mm. I, my, my big issue with him, aside from his voice, which I've done before, is he, he usually rocks a pretty pervy mustache. He does. He really does. He's got, he's got creative facial hair. It's a little pervy. I mean, I get you now certain people will, will be a mustache guy, but like he's kind of like a pervy mustache. He does. There's something, something off. Yeah, you can't trust those no, guys. No, definitely not true. Is these if if Ed if Ed, Terrence Howard were maybe here right now, how how would he defend himself against these charges? I used to smoke a lot of weed and then do cocaine and ecstasy, <laughs> and we watched porn, and that's why I used to beat her because that's a perfectly valid. <laughs> Excuse. Uh, okay. Thank, thank you for that. Terrence I can't Howard. watch that Empire show, even though people ne- say it's no, good. It doesn't because he's in it. Yeah. His mm, I don't can't need do another garbage TV I, show on my TV. I can't watch that show because it looks terrible. It also does it look looks terrible. Awful. And I watch some I mean, terrible that doesn't stop TV. You. That doesn't stop you. You know what? Keep this private. Okay. Let's Just kidding. Hit me. Hit me on my private Instagram. Um, <laughs> Actor Emile Hirsch has been sentenced to only 15 jail, days in jail for attacking a woman during the Sundance Film Festival, which we reported on back in January, where he choked Paramount exec Danielle Bernfled. Hirsch, who was so drunk he claims he can't remember the incident, began picking a fight with Bernfeld at a party, then followed her when she walked away. He then put her in a chokehold from behind, dragged her across a table and onto the floor, then jumped on her and strangled her. On the night of the attack, he first told police the conflict was verbal um, and that he only had three or four drinks. So it sounds like that really wasn't the case. Um, Bernfeld called the attack insanely painful and absolutely terrifying, and she was pushing for a harsher sentence. He must stay sober and go to AA. If he fails to do these things, he faces a year in jail. He's lucky he only got 15 days. That sounds pretty scary. It's outrageous. What, what was the reason? Like, what were they fighting over? I don't know. She's like a, she's like a are studio. Are they together, or this was just like an executive I, fighting I with a random guy? they knew each other. Yeah. Well, it doesn't say what the fight stemmed from. It just said that he began picking a fight with her at a party. I think, Ed, you probably had a guy like this in your fraternity who would get just fucking blackout drunk and just want to fight people and know. And yeah. it was the, like, it's like Apple they, be, does do it's that like they become well, possessed. Yeah. It isn't an yeah, excuse. Get your shit together. Um, but yeah, he's lucky. He's lucky he only got 15 I can't days. I he only got 15 days. Yeah. I find that pretty outrageous. He could, he, she, she thought he was going to kill her. He could be the new LaBeouf. Also, like, how much power does she have? Is this, could this get the guy blackballed? 
Uh, I don't know. She just says she's what a is fan he? of Zach. Probably not. What is he? Ex- I, I know him, but like, what he was, is he really famous for? He was for? in that was Into the Wild. Into the Wild movie. Remember that? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, he's I have a, good, a policy. He's a good actor. I, I don't want to watch ever watch a movie where somebody's finding themselves. <laughs> no. I don't. He, he, no. He, I don't. I don't want he, any uh, growth. I don't he, want. He finds himself. I don't want. He finds himself. Dead. I don't want coming of age. And I read that book. Yes, it was about a shitty rich kid who just was not prepared to go camping. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, he was in that. He's been in some other things. He was in the Lords of Dogtown. Yeah, he was kind of annoying he was, in that. He played Speed Racer. Was he Jay oh, Adams yeah. in well, Dogtown? That's Jay Adams. I didn't see... Yeah, it was pretty good. I didn't see Speed Racer. Hmm. Hashtag. I don't know if anyone did. No. I don't okay. think I've ever seen a Wachowski Brothers movie. I've, I've seen none of the, the matrices. Matrix. I've seen... Uh, there were three matrices. I've seen zero of them. I don't want to see anything in front of a green screen. I, I, I saw the first mm. one because it got such buzz. Yeah. And then I saw the second one and I felt, eh, I think we're good here. So I, don't, I don't need to see how boring. this all wraps up. Those movies are not, so Not my boring. style. Not my style. Um, I like character pictures. And I like um, adult. Do you like shitty camping pictures? I like adult films. I like straight out of Compton. Oh, yeah, we already talked about that. that I might even want to go see it again. Wow, easy. It'll be on easy. VO, it'll be on VOD here soon enough. Jared Fogle. Oh yeah. Speaking of footlongs, spokesman <laughs> is expected to plead guilty to possession of child pornography charges. Uh, the former spoke, Subway spokesman was a target of federal investigation, which included a raid on his home last month in which several computers were seized, allegedly containing child porn. Sources say Fogel will accept a plea deal on Wednesday. The U.S. Attorney's Office will hold a press conference tomorrow afternoon to discuss the deal and the charges against Fogel. I didn't know this, but earlier this year, Russell Taylor, the former director of the Jared Foundation started by Fogel, was arrested in a child pornography case. He was accused of possessing and producing child pornography, Investigators said a search of Taylor's home turned up more than 500 videos with images of child porn. And in May, he unsuccessfully, sadly, tried to kill himself while in jail. Um, it's a bummer that he was unsuccessful. I, that's what I, I said, sadly. I, I don't really know why, but when I read that he's going to plead guilty, yeah. I felt really happy about it. And it's really, it's a terrible story. It is. But I don't know why. It made me very happy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I shouldn't be happy now. that somebody had child. I would. I, yeah. I guess the right, the the more decent human being would be like, oh, you know, it was all a mistake, and he he really wasn't a bad dude. I was genuinely happy that this guy's ruined. Yeah, yeah, and I that just tells me that I'm a pretty bad guy. He, no, I mean, he always seemed like one of these guys. You know, there's a lot of stories when well, he used to be skinny. fat. First of all, who gets skinny by eating Subway sandwiches? Well, we well not really even weird. him because that's, that's I, uh, yeah. I I remember talking to a guy who worked on like some of those uh, commercial shoots, and they said you know he was he was heavily spanked up. He, <laughs> oh, yeah. he was he he was wearing spanks he's, like well, big time. He's definitely not a skinny guy, but he's not five hundred pounds. It's just weird to me that he's a subway spokesperson and not a spanks spokesperson. Either both and. And just walking by a subway, the smell. Agreed. It's, I'm glad you said that. Smell. I've discussed this ad nauseum for years. Those places for- smell fucking disgusting. Bre- 
it's not supposed to smell like Agreed. that. Agreed. It's got all those preservatives in it. It's got the yoga Something's mats. off. Something is very off. It's not an appetizing smell. It's got the yoga mats? It's got the ingredient that's also in yoga mats in the bread. <laughs> and flip-flops. Namaste. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, Kate, this show is running very long. Well, I have one more thing to discuss. Let's get into it. The Day of Reckoning has finally arrived for joke plagiarist Josh Ostrovsky, a.k.a. the Fat Jew. If you're not familiar with the Fat Jew, he's an extremely popular Instagram and Twitter user known for stealing comedians' work by posting screenshots of their jokes with credits cropped out. And he's inexplicably been rewarded for this year for years of thievery through big brand sponsorships, a book deal, a Comedy Central script and development, a modeling contract, a line of rosé wine. A modeling and contract? And recently getting signed to CAA. Yeah. But he's just lost that uh, Comedy this Central is This is a hard story deal. to avoid. Um, but it seems like justice for a really, really shitty person. I want to know who was following this guy in the first place. Like, we all know here... Yes. He's shitty. Yes, but most, most people, people don't. He's got five plus million but Instagram followers. Let, let all your Facebook friends know because they all think he's funny. Probably still, and they're probably still reposting stuff on million. Facebook. Like, oh, I don't even LOL. have. I don't even have five hundred. Uh-huh. And I, I the post. Fat he's not funny. I post beautiful pictures of myself bronzing at the he's, beach. He, the humor is real. <laughs> and my basic. lovely children. Yeah, well, maybe if you follow Kapler's advice, you might you might get a few more followers. Yeah, I might start doing that. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Um, Ed, are you familiar with the Fat Jew? I, you know, I wasn't until there was, you know, the internet mob started getting revved up yeah. about this guy. Like, I, I don't know, I don't really pay. Attention nobody's to nobody's going to want to associate themselves with this guy anymore. He's been outed as a plagiarist, but I he's an I unapologetic notice, plagiarist. Yes, listen, he deserves he deserve. I, I enjoy people fall, falling as you know a guy who really just got famous on other people's uh, jokes. I enjoyed I enjoy reading about the fall, but I think there's just a little there's just a few too many people that are taking a lot of satisfaction yeah. saying fuck the fat yeah. Jew. They they like saying it. Yeah, they like they using those words together. Oh, I get it. And f- I get what you're saying. You know, saying. Yeah. there's a lot of righteousness yeah, there. That's people true. Are a little excited yeah. about saying fuck yeah. the fat Jew. I can see that. I can see what you're saying there, Ed. Good point. Uh, okay, Kate. Also, he's. Super gross. Also, he's thirty. He's super gross. He looks Whoa, fifty. He looks fifty. Yeah. No, <laughs> he's fat and has a beard. Maybe he's that lying sense. about being thirty. I don't know. He's an he idiot. He looks like shit. He's not funny. Um, okay. Sucked in. Excellent job, Kate. Hey, Fancy thanks. sauce. Um, Ed, as always, great work by you. Um, me, of course. Excellent job by me every week. We'll do it again next week. Until then, I'm Brian, or for Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. This is Discover. 
and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. You know when you order a new video game or a golf club or a blender and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable lossy dealer for details.